Well, hello there, my fellow wedding florist friends, and welcome to the Wedding Florist Social Podcast. This is the podcast for wedding florists to learn all about acing their online presence. I'm your host, Vicky Laffey, and as a wedding florist of over 10 years now and a certified digital marketer, I want to help you get the right clients, get more followers, and never be stuck for content ideas again. Click the link in my description to get your free wedding florist guide to social media content creation today. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Wedding Florist Social. I uh, We're talking today about a very, very important topic, something that should be talked about more and practiced, uh, put into practice more as, as well. Um, we are talking about inclusivity in the, in the wedding industry. Um, and I am honoured to have Michelle Taylor from the SavvyCelebrant.co.uk on to chat to us about this. Um, Michelle runs uh, a, a course on helping wedding businesses be uh, inclusive. Um, so I am absolutely honoured that she's uh, put the time aside to, to come and talk to us today. So, uh, Michelle, anyway, enough of me rabbiting on. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Vicky. Thanks for the invite. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so glad we're connected on online, of course, yeah. uh, you, you know, you know, uh, this is the, the beauty of uh, uh, modern technology. Um, so, Michelle, I, I mean, we've got, we're probably going to talk about a loads today because this is a, a huge uh, and emotive topic as well. Um, so let's get cracking. Um, so, first of all, I think it would probably be a good place to start to, to just sort of run people through, um, you know, what, what does inclusivity mean? You know, uh, uh, and, you know, for anyone who's sitting there think, listening to this thinking, you know, they're not quite sure about, you know, what it means or how, why it's important or anything like that. So could you just run through that for the listeners? <laughs> that's, that's impossible. <laughs> Inclusivity for me means that I respect everybody, um, regardless of race, gender or any kind of identification. Um, and it means that I will um, tailor my services to meet their requirements to make it as inclusivity as inclusive as possible. I can't cater for absolutely everybody. It's impossible to cater for absolutely everybody, um, but it's knowing what your limitations are and when you think something I can't do, pass it on to somebody that can. For instance, um, I, I know um, I've got a, a colleague, a celebrant colleague who specialises in, in Viking weddings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would love to do a Viking wedding, but I wouldn't have a clue where to start. So if anybody did ever approach me for that, I know my limits and I would pass them to her. So that's the, that's one I learned about inclusivity. It's not trying to be all things to all people. Mm -hmm. It's knowing your limits and passing it to the person that best fits what the people need. Yeah, because uh, I guess you, you have to have your own niche and yeah. know, know your limits and stuff as well. So inclusivity isn't being all things to all people because that wouldn't work in terms of business either. Yeah, so... Um, you know, and I'm so pleased you you sort of mentioned uh, other things that aren't just race, because I think to some people inclusivity just means um, you know like a, a, it's a racial issue for them, um, but it's it's, it's all things, uh, religion, yeah. gender, yeah. etc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for those listening who might be thinking. Um, you know, well, well, of course I'm inclusive. You know, I wouldn't dream of excluding anyone. Uh, I don't care what colour someone's skin is or what their sexual orientation is or, uh, you know, what, what would you say to, to them? 
Look at your paperwork, look at your websites, look at your social media. Are you saying, I do same-sex weddings? Mm-hmm. That isn't inclusive. You should, I do weddings. Mm-hmm. But what my social media, my website and ev- everything that I post, I've got an inclusivity statement on my website. You don't have to have one, but I thought it was useful to have one. Um, but I don't have to put all over my website, for instance, I do same-sex weddings. I just do weddings. But what what shows I'm inclusive is the fact that I've got this statement on there, my pictures, the words that I use are, are non-gender specific. <laughs> And people can see from the way I write, the way I speak, that I am more inclusive than I do same-sex weddings because that means nothing. That that's lazy as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess so. Um, so, I mean, you know, one of one of the things that sort of made me really want to cover this more is, um, you know, I, I created, and a lot of the listeners will have been a member of this, um, I, I created a, an online summit last uh, November uh, for wedding florists and to teach them all about their social media. And it was really well received. Um, one very kind lady did email me and she she said, um, do you plan to have any black florists on, on, on the summit? Are you planning to interview any? Um, she says, this isn't an attack. This is just me, you know, asking you, do you plan to have any, um, you know, as, as a young aspiring florist, as a young girl, uh, I looked around and I couldn't see anyone like, like me. And, um, and so she says, you know, if you plan to interview anyone, great. Or maybe you could have people on your podcast or, you know, things like this. And it, and it really sort of, at the time, it was too late to kind of change the, there's so many moving parts. So we were involved in organizing a summit and it was too late to get anyone new on then. But it really, it's made me stop and think, um, you know, I, I mean, naturally I didn't, purposely go and find just white florists you know I I looked at people who were florists who were really good at what they do who could spread the word about the summit with their audiences and then things like this that that's what I was thinking about but it did make me think you know that well, well yeah I should have spent more time making sure that all you know everybody was represented basically um so this really made made me it made me think it really did, you know, I mean, I'm, for those who don't know me, I'm the, the nicest person in the world who would never you know, exclude anyone, but, but it's, it's about showing outwardly that, you know, you're, you're inclusive and, um, you know, as a, as a, a white wo- woman, I know this is audio, so people can't, listening can't see, but as, as a white woman, you know, I've lived a life of relative privilege and I, I haven't had to sort of, have that experience of looking around and not seeing people who look like me and not not think, thinking like oh well people like me don't do things like that look look there's no one that looks like me out there um so it's you know it, it really really it made me think like come on up your game here vicky and and, and you know i'm i'm you know, a, a nice person, you know, but I, I can do better. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think we can all do better. I think this year, I mean, I know we were speaking off air and for me, as it, as it was for you, this all started with George Floyd's murder. Yeah. Yeah. In 2020, May, mm-hmm. 2020, and those eight minutes that rang around the world, it's like the shot that killed Martin Luther King and JFK. Mm-hmm. It, it, they rang around the world, those events. <laughs> 
And it got me thinking, I mean, again, audio, people can't see me. I'm, I'm, I'm black. I'm a mixed race woman uh, of um, allegedly <laughs> black American heritage. We won't go there. <laughs> I say allegedly, a black American heritage, allegedly, <laughs> and uh, a white British mother. Um, <laughs> and it made me think and stop and look at the industry, which I love, mm-hmm. And everything on Instagram, on Facebook, on mm-hmm. the TV, it was white. It mm-hmm. was very much cisgendered um, and very heterosexual. And things were starting to improve and you were starting to see a lot more same-sex couples on TV and things, you know, that was being more normalised. But there was very, very few black and brown faces on TV. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't represented on TV. And I hadn't really noticed because I live in a white world. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement, I was bombarded with images of black and brown faces everywhere. And then it made me realise, whoa, why does this look weird? Uh, it's because I haven't seen it before because mm-hmm. I've just got so used to seeing blinkered. And, and, I th- and there, there is people of all skill sets across the wedding industry and, and, and beyond of all different colours, mm-hmm. of all different genders and of all different abilities. It's just because they're not at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're quietly beavering away in the background mm-hmm. and they've they've got their niche, they've got their local market and things like that. But because they're never pushed either out of their comfort zone or push because what's the point because nobody's going to book me because they all they all want the top flight people yeah, or yeah. whatever the reason is and and it's like it takes time to find mm-hmm. other people who might fit the criteria they'll work within their communities but mm-hmm. they're not necessarily going to be working outside of the communities because it's not necessarily safe or hasn't been safe in, in the past i'm one of the ones that sticks my head above the parapet i've always done that mm-hmm. um um, but there's very, very few black and Asian celebrants. There's a few of us, but not many. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's wherever you go, it's it's going to be reflected, whatever industry. And I think we all we all had a wake up call, and some of us buried the head back in the sand because it was too mm. difficult to deal with but a lot of us have thought well how can I do better how can I show I'm inclusive without shouting from the rooftops I cater for black people I cater for brown people you know it's your imagery and it's your other language that you're using and saying that that shows how inclusive you are and like you say going that extra mile and doing the research to find that black or that Asian florist mm-hmm. to bring into the podcast <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. It's, um, I mean, I couldn't agree more about the, the wedding industry, sort of um, you know, what, what you were just saying there. It's, um, you, you know, when, when the Black Lives movement came about and, and George Floyd's murder, you know, let's call it what it is, a murder. And, um, and um, you know, it, it did make me think and it made me look around and it made me think like, you know, look at my fellow wedding suppliers. It made me look at wedding magazines. Uh, I'm like, it is all like white cisgender, um, you know, heterosexual. Oh, bless you. No, no, you cough away. But, um, I've got no problem. Put this bit out. <laughs> oh, God. Don't you worry. You, you take yeah, you just cut that bit out. Yeah, it's because it's really brewing. I think it, yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. fine. Go on. Um, so, yeah, it did make me look around and it. It kind of saddened me in a way, actually. It made me look around and I thought, I know one black wedding supplier in my circles. Um, 
I know one Asian wedding company. I know one Chinese uh, wedding supplier. You, you, you know, and it shouldn't be like that. Um, and that saddened me, first of all. Um, you know, I, I did reach out to to one or two of those people and, and sort of say, like, you know, hands up, white woman needs educating, <laughs> you know, uh, what's the best way to do this? And uh, and I tried to support them when they were sort of posting about the Black Lives Matter, etc. Um, but it, it is sad that, that, that it's like that. And, and I think, you know, um, I suppose a, a silver lining, if you want to call it, of, of that is that it has, like you say, pu- pu- pushed this sort of movement into the forefront and made people think. And you're starting to see more in magazines. So like if there's a photo shoot, for example, they'll empl- make sure they employ a, a black model or, y- y- you know, make sure everybody's represented there. Um, like Offbeat Bride, for, for example, uh, which is, I've just remembered is where we, we met. Um, we, we met on their on their Facebook page and uh, it, it, they're fantastic at um, being inclusive posting about um, people of different genders or races or sexualities or uh, you know things like and they're learning too even though they're at the, the, at the forefront of this this is kind of their their niche as it as it were um, you know but we're starting to see that in other areas too you know in, in other magazines where that isn't their speciality they're just wedding magazines or they're just their wedding blogs and you know you're starting to see all of this kind of um, inclusivity come about and, and I think it's uh, it's so so important um, it's, nice see, it's nice to see sustained because obviously mm-hmm. a lot of people jumped on the bandwagon a lot mm-hmm. of people fell off the bandwagon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are companies that are are, are realizing where they fell yes. and they've got back up and onto the you know they've got back up and they've sustained mm-hmm. the input which is good absolutely absolutely yeah because there is a, you know in terms of social media there is this bandwagon thing that often happens isn't mm. there and um you know like we started to see a lot of um black squares on instagram for example at, at that, that time and uh you, you know and, which is great to show the support at the time but it's like Come on, put this into practice. Next, yeah. sustain it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, I, I mean, I'm always uh, my 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 business is you know teaching people how to kind of get their businesses out there online and attract their ideal clients with their online presence and and things like that. So I'm, I'm often you know I'm always talking about social media and, and websites and things. Um, can you give the audience a few tips on how they can do that in in an inclusive way? I know you've you've mentioned about imagery and things like that, but but yeah. you know. What, what tips can you give to the the florists? I think I think a big tip is, especially if you're doing things online with websites, and even just on social media. If you look at anything that I'm on social media and on my website, I've got an inclusivity statement, mm-hmm. and I think that goes a long way to show how you work with people mm-hmm. um, that you won't put up with any abuse or, or violence or, or racism from them towards you and, and obviously you're going to treat them with respect as well you know regardless of anything mm-hmm. and, and I think something like that goes a long way um, to show inclusivity using gender neutral language mm. on websites is a massive thing a lot of people even now say oh you know the bride yeah. or bride. bride and groom <laughs> yeah um but it's not just bride and groom yeah you know there's a whole rainbow of <laughs> of, of, of of genders 
Um, so I think just thinking like making your language gender neutral, um, you can get hold of a, um, a wedding, uh, a, you know, um, a diversity guide from um, the career queer. Okay. Um, they well, used you can to, give me the link for that. We'll put yeah. that in the description as well. Yeah. They, they used to, uh, it's the LGBTQ equality weddings mm-hmm. um, that's now um, folded, but they've continued to offer for free the inclusivity guide under oh, yeah. the career queer. And it, it's just brilliant because it really gets you. And it's not, it's not just about LGBTQ. It's about cultural disability and all sorts of equality. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really good to go through your language on your, on your Instagram, on your Facebook, mm-hmm. especially on your website and just change things. Yeah. Give it a bit of a, a review and overhaul. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose. Yeah. You know, it, it even happens within the industry as, as well. You know, uh, florists are, I mean, I don't know the statistics on this specifically, but it's it's predominantly female. Um, yeah. But there are so many talented male florists as well. And also, you know, people who don't identify as either. So, um, you know, you see this, you know, sort of florist posts on a, a Facebook group, for example, and they'll say, hi, ladies, can I just get some advice on that? And um, you get a guy going, just ladies or, you know, yeah. <laughs> what about me yeah. too? You know, do yeah. my advice too? Yeah. Um, so I think... You know, that doesn't mean someone's a bad person, right? It just means um you know, the language. Yeah, there's just realizing it. Come to come into that realization and thinking, okay, you know, what what effect does that have on, on people? What one of the things, one of my massive bugbears, and it probably doesn't bug anybody else, <laughs> but it really bugs me, is people going, Hi guys. Ah, you see. Yeah, that, everybody does it. Without yeah. thinking, it's very American, but it's on TV, it's on the radio, it, it's everywhere you look. And it really, really annoys me because I'm not a guy. This <laughs> I'm is a, I think a, guy. A, a cultural thing as well. Like, yeah. is it because yeah. I think, you know, when people use it, and I hold my hand up, I use it sometimes yeah. as well. Um, that's not for me. I'm not using it as a sort of um, no. gender term. It's no. just a general term for hello, people. You know. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I say hello, everyone. Yeah. Well. Well. That's yes. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so see now you've mentioned that. I had no idea that that would yeah. be a. Yeah. You know, we're all but learning. All it the probably time. it probably doesn't bug most people. It, mm-hmm. You know, ninety five percent of people thinking hadn't even noticed. I've taken it for what it was intended mm-hmm. as, which was a term of saying hello mm-hmm. but for five percent of people it it could be a really derogative you know derogative term and for me it just bugs me because i think it, it's like it's american stop doing it <laughs> say hello everyone yeah no well that's yeah. it's good it's yeah. a very small change but it, 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 it has exactly the same impact you know yeah. hello everyone yeah um I mean, that probably segues nicely into the next question that I was going to ask you, you know, I mean, how do we know what the correct terms are to use? I mean, this is constantly changing. People are constantly learning and, um, you know, I mean, yes, OK, we can't please every person 100 percent of the time, whether we're talking about inclusivity or not. Um, you're never going to please 100 percent of people on the Internet, you know, Um the internet is a weird and wonderful thing, really, and there's often uh, arguments and things like that. Everybody with different opinions, but I think it's about intention, I, I suppose. Uh, if, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, I think it's about intention. You know, if you know there's an issue, and, and you, or you're thinking, well, could that language possibly offend someone? 
that you don't want to offend or um you, you know how, how do we know what the correct terms are to use you know for different sexualities diff- different races things like that when you talk about you have to remember that sexuality and gender identification are two different things mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. do get confused with with, with sex and gender mm-hmm. you'll see uh, obviously the listeners can't see this but on on our zoom thing you you can see that i put my um, gender identification on there she her uh-huh yeah okay that's a way of starting the conversation mm-hmm. um all over my social media again all over my website um and say Zoom and things like that, you'll see that I've put my um, in my gender pronouns. Um, you ask people directly in, an, in, in, you know, how they wish to be identified. You don't just say, oh, and what gender are you? But yeah. it, it, it's part of the conversation. And if you've done it yourself, it makes that conversation so much easier to be had because they're thinking, hopefully, oh, this is a person that might not un- understand everything that's going on, but this is a person that's taken some time out mm-hmm. to, you know, to put this there. I will feel comfortable in putting my gender pronouns out there as well. When I talk to the the, the families and the, the the couples that I work with, obviously in, within my part of the wedding industry, I have a whole... I think it's about five pages now. I've got a whole section on diversity. Mm, mm-hmm. And I say, how do you want to be introduced at the end of the ceremony? What pronouns do you want me to mm-hmm. use? Is anybody within the, the wedding party identify um, in any way other than she and her that you, you, you know about? And are they going to be a part of the ceremony? I Do I need to call them up to make a reading or anything like that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's always, it's always, always an ongoing conversation. I had a conversation with a couple um who booked me obviously <laughs> pre-pandemic um and since and and obviously the ceremony is coming up in may now finally um but one of them has changed their gender identification in that time mm-hmm. so it was good to have that conversation anyway and you know i know now i, I know i need to address them differently during the ceremony <laughs> Um, you know, and it's just a constant evolving conversation, but it's a conversation that people are 99% of the time happy to have, especially if you, they're employing you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't just walk up to a stranger in the street and say it, but, you know, they're employing you, so they expect you to be working with them in the right way and respecting however they wish to identify and it's not just gender identity mm-hmm. it could be disability identity mm-hmm. you know um and cultural identity so there's you know there's lots of things that you have to take into account but don't be scared to ask the question especially if you're yeah. leading with i am mm-hmm. how do i address you kind of thing rather than just launch into it yeah well i think you know what what you mentioned there about people being scared i, th- I think I think people are scared. Yeah. Um, let's let's face it. To you know, with all the best of intentions, you know, they want to show that they are inclusive. That that's you know, they do weddings for everyone. And um, but they're scared to have a conversation, and they're they're scared to sort of even say the words uh, like black or gay mm-hmm. or um, whatever it might might be um, in that situation. Uh, you, you know, they're they're scared to sort of say anything like that for for fear of you perhaps using the wrong term or um you, you know offending someone with their well-intended uh, yeah. mess message so how, how do we get around that if it's relevant 
ask them. I mean, if if you're dealing with a black couple, is it going to be relevant to what you're doing that you know they're black? Well, you can obviously see they're black, you know, but they might identify as something else within, Mm -hmm. you know, within the colour spectrum kind of thing. Um, But, you know, is it relevant to what you are going to supply them with that they're black or they're Mm -hmm. Asian? Um, Probably not, Mm -hmm. unless you supply them with, you know, as a florist, it's not relevant, is it? No, well, I mean, do you, do you match do you match flowers to skin tone? No, <laughs> you yeah, match you match flowers to whatever it is the couple want you to match flowers to. This, this is it, yeah. yeah. You know, so it's not relevant. But gender identity mm-hmm. is probably more likely to be relevant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than the color identity, depending on what part of the wedding industry you're working in. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's. Um... You know, let's say, for example, I have two, two brides come to me, um, which has, you know, ha- happened many times over my 11 years in business. And, you know, I've learned over the years that, you know, some some may um, go down the route of one of them wearing a dress and one of them wearing a suit. You know, both of them might choose to wear dresses. You know, it's this isn't you're not talking about, you know, what is right for a gay couple. You, you know, these are everyone's different, you know, you know whether they're yeah. Yeah. gay whether, or whether, whether they want buttonholes, whether they want. Yeah, um, you just ask them, whether right. they do a corsage or, you know, so I'll, uh, I'll say to them, yeah. are you so are you, are you both having bouquets or, yeah. or uh, you know, what, what are you guys? Guys, see, there's the word guys again. That's <laughs> naughty. Um, you know, what, what are you both wearing? Um, are you wearing a suit or a dress? So, you know, so I'll, I'll open the conversation that way. Um, but try, so, try, don't, don't say, are you wearing a suit or a dress? Mm. What are you wearing? Open yeah, question. yeah. Just uh, massively. Uh, and I, th- I think the, the the beauty of the conversations that we're all going to have within the industry is like. Make them open questions because mm-hmm. eventually you will have to do closed questions. So, what, so what are you wearing? And then they can tell you. And then, is it a suit or a dress? So that's an open question. Is it a yeah. suit or a dress? That's a closed question because mm-hmm. they've only got one or two options. Absolutely. So, I'd, I would say initially, just open. Tell me about you. Tell me about what you want. So, who, why, how, why, uh, when? You know those kind of questions, yeah. and then close down the questions when you need to because you've got to drill down to specifics. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you know, it's one of the first questions I have on my on my online inquiry form is tell me about you and your big day. Yeah. You know, so that really um, opens. It's a, like you say, a very open ended question. It, it opens up a conversation. I, I get to hear about all sorts of things. You know, um, what people's background is. You know, what's important to them because that'll naturally come out with them answering that. that that question um for example i had a consultation recently with um a, a bride who she, she is a, a white bride and she is marrying an indian man and she offered up that information on her form you know um it, you know she, she says we're having an english asian fusion wedding and we want lots of pops of bright color to honor that side of his culture and things like that so it was a great conversation um sadly i didn't get to meet the groom on the call but um you know it, it was a it was a great conversation and and, and uh you know i've had plenty of experience with asian weddings as well to kind of know um what she means in terms of the pops of color etc um so yeah you know absolutely open-ended questions are, are a great way to uh to go about it um and I guess you know, don't don't be afraid to sort of say it's yeah. like you say it's listening to the couple, isn't yeah. it? You know, so so once you've attracted them with your online presence and used that language, the gender neutral language, for example, and yeah. um, uh, yeah, etc. Um, 
uh, you know, and, and then you've actually physically got them in the room with you or on a Zoom call or something. Yeah. It's it's listening to them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and remember, you know, like your disability pronouns and your disability and and it's, I think a disability pronoun is something people probably won't come across. They'll, mm. they'll come across gender pronouns a lot more than they'll come across disability mm. pronouns. But if somebody's going to use a disability pronoun, they'll tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily, it's, it's useful to know there are them out there, but we don't necessarily need to know exactly what they are. It's not necessary. You don't have to have an, you know, a, a mind that soaks up absolutely everything. You just have to have the mind that's open and, 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 you know, the people that you're working with will tell you if they've got a disability. Um, if you've asked the right questions and you need to know these things because mm-hmm. depending on what kind of disability is going to depend on how you're going to service their needs on the day and before yeah. the day as, as, as you, you know, as you lead up to everything. So it's, it's good to know the nuances of everybody that you're dealing with and it's mm. Being open, and you'll find that a lot of suppliers have hidden disabilities. Mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of you know, the people you've worked with will have hidden disabilities as well as visible disabilities, or mm-hmm. be differently abled depending on who you're talking to. It's going to be differently abled or disabled. <laughs> you know, again. So, so you, you you know, it's just a question of don't put them in the box. Allow them yeah. to just take that lid off. Well, that's that's exactly you know not not all black people are the same, not all Asian people are the yeah. same. You know, yeah. it, it's everyone's yeah. got their own personality yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, you know, in, t- in terms of culture, you know, f- for example, um, you know, I've always been of the mindset, uh, you know, w- w- with when, when talking about um, gay weddings, um, you, you know. Like a wedding's a wedding to me, you know. Uh, if you're giving me money in exchange for flowers, then that's you know brilliant. Well, you know, I need to go. Yeah. That's the aim of the game. Um, you know, I don't, I don't care, you know, what your what your sexual orientation is. Um, but I think you know that's that's on the inside. You know, I, I, I think I'm very aware that I have to make it obvious to people um, and respect people's um, stance on it because you know, for for, for some gay couples, for example, with um, uh, within the gay community. Community, it's um, very uh, you know you know they almost they, they take pride and 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 they they want to, sh- to shout and scream from the rooftops you know we're having a gay wedding and you know, you know they, they want to scream it out that's part of their identity and they're proud of it and rightly so and um, but for others it is just uh, uh, you know you know you know they don't they don't even mention it it's it's not so much of a, a deal for them um, yeah. so so like you say listening helps yeah. establish where they stand on that yeah absolutely absolutely and yeah I, I mean it's like with a wedding is a wedding but no wedding's the same. No two yeah, weddings exactly, are the same. Yeah. yeah, and and it's whatever couple you're dealing with will want it in their own particular way. Um, mm-hmm. And like I say, um, you, you'll have very muted colours and you'll have explosions of colours. Yeah. And that's what makes this industry so fantastic because we can. <laughs> well, this is it. You, you know, I, I mean, you know, outside of the issue of inclusivity, you, you know, I think you, you, it's part of our jobs to listen to the the, the couples, you know, um, and, and just see what they want. Right. And this is yeah. what, you know, when people email or DM me saying, um Oh, can I have a price list for you for your weddings, for example? I'm like, well, well, I don't have one because 
everyone's wedding is different and everyone's wedding is as unique as they are. So let's get on a call, fill in this inquiry form and and then we'll arrange a a consultation. And it very Uh, much depends what kind of flowers you want, whether they're in season or whether, you know, I've got to import them. Exactly. I mean, I don't know what's important to them. I don't know what they identify as. I don't know if there's a particular sentimental thing that they they want or, um, you you know, what what, what pronouns to use or, or, you know, what their background, you know, for, for, for example, you know, I've had, um, it's, it's all right, we can't hear you cough, bless you. Um, you know, I had a, um, a disabled bride uh, recently. I got her on, on, on a call, on a consultation. That wasn't apparent until we got on the call. Not that it mattered. Anyway, well, it, but it, it did matter in a way in terms of me designing a bouquet for yeah. her because size and how. Had, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, her size made a difference. Um, so, but we didn't talk about it until she offered that information. She says, you, you know, you, as you can see, you know, uh, you know, and she's pointed out the issue. Uh, well, issues. That's not the correct word either but you know she, um, she pointed out her disability um so uh, you know that you know i was i was already bearing in mind you know what am i going to create for this lady um so yeah it's uh, it, it can be important uh, and i think that the main thing is for people to sort of be like you say open uh listen uh to, to people and just be mindful i guess of <laughs> Don't don't be scared to ask the questions. I'll keep reiterating that. Don't be scared to ask the question because people will be will embrace the fact that you might not fully understand what Mm -hmm. they're about to tell you, but you're Mm -hmm. open to learning about it. And 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 as a white person, don't expect black people to educate you. Yeah. That's a a big thing. Ask Mm -hmm. the question, say, where do I go to get educated? Mm -hmm. But when George Floyd was murdered, I had so many people coming to me, you're black, where do I go? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. This is where I'm going. You might want to go on the same journey as me, but I don't know where you need to go to learn what you need to learn because I don't know what you already know. So, but but it's people, you're always learning and people are always educating you because you're asking the right questions. But if you're Mm -hmm. saying, right, okay, I want to go on a diversity um, curve and I need to know um, all about how to be uh, an ally or, you know, how to do, um, how to know the difference between appropriation and appreciation. There's so much information out there. Um, and, but don't just expect your black friends to be able to educate you because they could be on the same learning journey as you. Well, this is it. And I can, I can totally understand why people would, would do that. You know, they, they certainly don't want to offend their friend, but they're the, they're the only, um, I guess, oh, source of yeah. information yeah. Yeah. protocol that, that they have. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. Um, but I, I guess intentions are a big part of it, but it's, it's not the only part of it. Um, but I'm so pleased that, you know, people like yourself run a course on yeah. um, stuff like this. Um, you know, so there's places for people like me to to come and learn yeah. how to not exclude people and um, not not offend people uh, unintentionally. And yeah. um, so can you tell us a little bit about your course? So it's it's launching. It's it goes live tomorrow. And I appreciate this is going to be um, going out. After it's gone live, but it goes live. It goes live in February, so we're in February. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, and it's a basic 101 for wedding industry professionals. When I first started to look at this, it was just going to be for celebrants. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but then it just grew and it got mm-hmm. bigger and it got more relevant to other people within the wedding industry. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, it's a mix of videos and quizzes and workbooks and it will lead people through some of the diversity issues that they won't necessarily have considered previously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Start off with learning about what are the protected characteristics mm-hmm. as part of the introduction and before hearing from a real life couple about their experiences in, in planning their wedding. Um some of the topics to be looking at is like active allyship versus being fair weather friend, fusion weddings, language and etiquette around disability and how hidden disabilities may affect somebody's wedding, including that as a supplier. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then before looking at the use of language um, and what your use of language says to the audience and the difference between between gender, sex and sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. It just lumps mm-hmm. them into the same thing. And then there's a bonus chapter, which I won't be telling you anything about. Yeah, I'll get on the course to find yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Love it. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's, it's fantastic, you know, because like you say, you can't just uh, go... To, to, to your black I mean I'm sure your, your black friend would understand but you can't go to that yeah. black friend and expect them to educate you so it's fantastic yeah. Yeah. Uh, that there is this sort of resource out there I'm so pleased you, yeah. you, you've you created this for people yeah. um, so, so I've worked with two people because obviously I'm not an expert and mm-hmm. the thing about inclusivity as well is to call in the experts or people that have got a lived experience of certain things and pay them for their time and their mm-hmm. you know and, and and their information which is I think with a lot of time a lot of times you'll go to somebody that might be an expert but a lot of people will expect that information for free Mm-hmm, but it's mm-hmm. not, you know, you're respecting people have become an expert because of the time and the money they've invested in becoming mm-hmm. an expert. So, you know, I, I'm, I've paid the people to to create this with me. So Judy um, Wayman, who is another celebrant, she's done the disability module for me. She lives mm-hmm. with a hidden disability and has also um, been a lecturer and, you know, kn- knows quite a lot about this hidden and yeah yeah and then like i say uh, kai from who's the career queer they've created the lgbtq module for me amazing amazing um so yeah you're putting into practice inclusive inclusivity as well (laughs) yeah i mean just because i know a bit about it doesn't mean i fully understand everything and i'm not about to try and teach people things that i don't I've not got no, I haven't got any lived experience. So how on earth can mm-hmm. I say, oh, this is what the gay community want? <laughs> I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. yeah, you don't speak yeah. for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah. No. no, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Um, so I think that's, I mean, I, do you know what? I could talk about this all day and, and I think it's such a hugely important issue, but I think in terms of the podcast, it's probably a good place to, to sort of leave that today. We could maybe do future episodes and interview, um, you know, some wedding magazine owners or, you know, th- things like that to sort of see how they approach this. Um, so, but but for today, honestly, Michelle, I've, it's been an absolute pleasure to talking to you and I really hope that the viewers kind of gain a little bit of insight from this and start putting some things into practice I know I've learned some things today uh, so thank you for that and um, I hope the audience do too Um, so for those of you uh, listening I hope you've enjoyed it Um, I hope you've learned some things from Michelle and if you want Michelle's contact details Michelle what are they? So in relation to the course, it's michelle at thesavvycelebrant.co.uk to find out more about the course. Um, I'm all over Instagram as michelle underscore funky, uh, michelle underscore funky celebrant. Um, that's my other hat. Um, 
uh, Facebook. Just look for the Funky Celebrant and you'll find me. <laughs> yeah, this is it. So Funky Celebrant's your celebrant business and uh, the Sally, Savvy Celebrant is the... Educational, yeah. 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 Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, okay, great. Thanks so much, Michelle, and thanks everyone for listening. Well, thanks so much for listening all the way to the end of Wedding Florist Social. Remember to hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you want access to some free community and support, then head across to Facebook and look me up on the Worldwide Wedding Florist Community Group. I look forward to seeing you there.